Hey everyone, welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm Megan Schmidt, and today we are chatting about the overwhelm in motherhood. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today we are going to talk about the overwhelm that you feel in motherhood. And I'm going to maybe say some things that you might not like entirely, um, because I know sometimes I don't like this fact either, but all of the pressure that you feel in motherhood is you putting that on yourself. And all of the overwhelm that you feel is self-induced. It is not from anyone else or anything else. And so you might not like hearing that, but before you turn this episode off or switch it to a different one, I want to tell you why this is a good thing. So it's a good thing because if we create that feeling of overwhelm, then that means that we can create a different feeling instead if we don't want to feel overwhelm anymore, right? So what happens is all of the feelings that we feel is from our thoughts. It's what you are making things mean. And so I think I have another episode on what you're making things mean, just like the last two or three episodes previous to this one, I think. Um, So you can go back and listen to that one if you want, or maybe it wasn't on an IGTV. I can't really remember. I've been doing a lot of videos and podcasts, so I'm getting them all confused. But um, that's a good one to listen to, either in podcast form or in video form. So go ahead and find that one. What are you making things mean? Because it does kind of tie into this topic as well. So just because I am recording this podcast does not mean in any way that I don't experience overwhelm or I don't feel pressure being a mom or anything like that. I totally still feel it. I just know what causes it, which is me, and I know how to stop it, which is also done by me. Overwhelm is a feeling and all of our feelings are caused by our thinking. So what is likely going on when you are experiencing overwhelm is that you are thinking of all of the things that you need to do that day or that week or that you don't feel organized or that you can't handle it or whatever it is or that maybe you're worried that it's not all going to get done or something like that. So those thoughts create feelings of anxiety or overwhelm. And here's the really interesting part. Our primitive part of our brain was taught to like seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. So when you are feeling those emotions of overwhelm, it causes you to not do anything, which is totally the opposite of what you want to be doing and need to be doing when you're feeling overwhelmed is because you feel like there's too much to do, right? But then when you feel those feelings, it actually sabotages you. you. You just don't do anything. So when you are feeling, um, think about when you're thinking something like, oh, I'm, I'm, you're thinking like, uh, I'm so excited to go for a run or you're thinking a thought about like um, something that is exciting that's coming up. That's going to cause you to feel feelings of excitement or feelings of um, like anticipation in a good way, right? And then that's going to cause you to take action or to do something. When you feel, um, when you're thinking thoughts like, oh, I do not want to go on my run tonight, that causes you to feel dread most likely or like 
um, we'll just go with dread. So it causes you to feel that dread and you, you just aren't going to do something if you're feeling dread about doing it. So when you're thinking those types of thoughts, it's just, just because you haven't done something in the past doesn't mean that you're not able to do it in your future. Don't look to your past to um, determine what is going to happen to you in your future. It doesn't, there's no correlation. But um, I hope that I hope that I made that example clear enough to, to show you that it's thoughts creating feelings and feelings are what cause you to do an action or to not do an action. So I learned pretty much all of this from, you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza and um, even Bruce Lipton and then lots of it from Jim Fortin and Brooke Castillo. So she, Brooke Castillo, has something called the model and that's kind of where this all comes from. She talks, she really lays it out very clearly. So so to solve this problem of overwhelm, you first need to be aware of it. And actually, I will say a little tidbit, like in my group program called Manage Your Mind, in module two, we talk about problems and how there are actually no problems, but we're not going to go there today. But I want you to kind of have that in the back of your mind. There is no problem that you in your life and nothing that you can't figure out, nothing that you can't solve. So once you are aware of when overwhelm comes up for you then you can be aware that you're the one creating it and that you can take responsibility for your life and choose better thoughts to stop that from happening so I'm really really truly saying this with love because I have been there many times and it's not fun to be there it's not fun to feel overwhelmed and to sabotage yourself and when you you're not taking any action then you feel sorry for yourself that you have all of this pressure and how it's not fair and it shouldn't be this way and all that kind of stuff and I just did an IGTV or a Facebook live um, two nights ago about how um, that way of thinking it shouldn't be this way is not helpful at all so go back and watch that IGTV as well and I'll link it in the show notes too for you to um easily watch so here's the thing about all of this self-pity is such a waste of time and I know for my own self I you know when I'm feeling sorry for myself like it's too much I can't handle it I can't do all these things and blah 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 I would never want my life to be any different than it is I honestly love my life and even though there are annoyances that come up and there's frustrations and all these things you know like your kids won't get dressed or maybe they spill or they won't sleep and blah, blah, blah. I know that it's just a phase of life and that it doesn't last forever. We all know how fast, you know, the first year goes. So I know that it's all normal, which really does help me realize that it's, it's just supposed to be this way. This just is the way it is. And having that awareness and understanding and acceptance really helps me feel better. Feeling sorry for yourself is a huge waste of time because you're the one that chose this life. And even if you think that there's things in your life that you didn't choose, that's a, wi- a victim mentality thought. That you don't have control over your life or that things are just happening to you. But when you actually take responsibility for everything in your life, then it's so much more empowering because that means that you can change it if you don't like it. So um, how do you solve overwhelm? <laughs> it's very simple. You choose better thoughts. So just because that sounds 
really straightforward and simple doesn't mean that it's not going to work. And just be thankful that it sounds simple because we all have a lot of things in our life that are complicated. So it's good that this is easy and simple and not a lot of steps to it, right? So how do you choose better thoughts? First of all, you need to ask yourself, how do I want to feel about this situation? And the answer is probably joy or happiness or ease or maybe something neutral, but something along those lines. So when you think about like your life, probably that's overwhelm isn't going to be a feeling that you want to feel a lot of, right? It's not a fun feeling to feel. So I'm sure that you'd rather feel other things in those in those moments. Like you'd probably rather feel like ease when you're trying to get out the door rather than overwhelm. So if that's what you want to feel, then you need to think thoughts that will create those feelings. So maybe you need to think, um, I'm so organized. I planned it all out. It's, um, it's all getting done. Maybe you need to think thoughts like, I can totally handle this. Um, this is nothing. I've done much harder things before. And, and those types of things that are going to, those types of thoughts that will help you feel more empowered and more productive. Because like I said earlier, if you are thinking thoughts like this is too much, this is too overwhelming, then it's going to cause you to feel um, more negative emotions and that's going to cause you to not take the action that you need to take. So I'm going to give you guys an example of this so that you can see like how my brain works. So for me what happens is that I start getting... Um, start thinking about all the things that need to get done that day or that evening or whatever. So if it's getting the kids off to activities and making sure that they're fed and making sure we have all their stuff gathered in the right bag and um, then, you know, getting home and bath and bed and all that kind of stuff. When my mind starts thinking about all of the things that I need to do, I stop taking action on anything and I start getting overwhelmed and I start feeling frantic and even start like snapping at the girls and getting them to hurry up and eat and hurry up and get your shoes on and all of these things like trying to rush everybody and so when you start thinking about everything that you need to get done and start feeling overwhelmed or anxious or um pressure or whatever you don't act <laughs> as somebody that you'd like to be acting like you don't um do the things that you know that you should be doing you're not taking proper action yourself and then you're getting into like panic mode and that energy rubs uh, off on everyone in your household so when you are stressed out you put that on your kids you put that on your spouse and that energy just kind of goes throughout the whole house and then that's when you're going to have kids having tantrums and you're going to have um you know just everyone's going to get stressed out so by you not taking control of your thoughts and taking control of your feelings it really does affect everybody in the household even though we all are responsible for our own energy and for our own emotions and nobody can make you feel a certain way it is true that 
energy and emotions do rub off on each other. Like that's why when you walk into a room that, you know, is people maybe just had like an argument in, you can feel the tension. And when you walk into a room, like maybe it's a party and everyone's having a really good time, you just feel lighter, you feel happier. So if the energy of the room is really high and stronger than your emotions and your energy level, then that can overcome anything negative that you had been feeling or bringing to that situation and vice versa. So whoever, whoever has the higher or like the more powerful energy either way is kind of can kind of sway the energy in the room or the energy between the people. So it is important to take responsible responsibility for your energy and also um, I I want to speak a little bit about, you know, like dealing with young kids. So <clears throat> kids having tantrums and or just like meltdowns if, if they're older and they're not called tantrums anymore. Just kids um, not behaving in the way that we want them to behave. It's important to remember that we cannot control anyone. And so, you know, even as an adult, your job is, of course, to make sure your child is healthy and safe and all that kind of stuff. But your job is not to make sure that your child is always happy. And there are times, of course, where your child is going to be unhappy. Of course, it's your job to make sure that your child isn't hitting somebody or kicking somebody or screaming or whatever. But your child is allowed to feel negative emotions and it is your responsibility to manage your own emotions. And even though we, it's very tempting to you know, allow yourself to get into a bad mood because they're in a bad mood and it's frustrating and it's annoying and all that kind of stuff. It literally does no good to you and to the other kids and um, if you have other kids and to the rest of your day. Like, it's just, it doesn't do anyone any good. So making sure that you are really taking control of how do you want to feel throughout your day asking yourself that multiple times throughout your day how do I want to feel and then if it's if you're starting to feel emotions that you don't really want to feel just let things go just be practice that and and let that be like your main practice I used to be so bad at holding on to grudges and holding on to anger and like you know letting one tantrum in the morning ruin my whole day and so don't do that because it's not a fun way to live and you will um, what you what you practice is what will become a habit so I was practicing that all the time without even thinking of it I just got into that habit and it was hard to break it I wouldn't even say that I've fully broken that habit like sometimes it still does happen of course right so yes everyone is allowed to feel how they um, choose to feel but as you know as parents it is important to teach your kids that they are entitled to feel their emotions but it's also um, worth your while to kind of get out of those negative lower vibe emotions 
and start feeling more positive emotions as soon as you can. Sometimes it does take a little bit more time, but that will be a really good lesson to teach your children as they grow up and knowing that that is what is in their control. So to kind of wrap up here, I just want to let you all know that overwhelm is a choice and you can choose to feel overwhelm or you can choose to feel excitement or happiness or um, maybe you want to feel proud of your of your kids for whatever doing the activities instead of feeling overwhelmed that you have to take them to activities right like you can choose to feel either emotion so you might as well choose the emotion that's going to feel better because you do have a choice and even though it's not always easy to make it to that choice that you'd rather feel um, know that you can go from overwhelm to neutral and then maybe from neutral to the more positive feeling emotion so it's all in your it's it's all available to you um, it just takes practice and continued practice and commitment to knowing the feelings that you want to feel more of and then just going for them by thinking those types of thoughts more and more throughout your day. It's also important to know that overwhelm happens to you, yes, because of your thoughts that you're thinking, but also if you are not taking control of your calendar and your schedule, um, if you're not staying organized and on top of things, then that's also going to contribute to your overwhelm. So really um, if this is like not your strong area, which it isn't really my strong area, but I've definitely gotten a lot, lot better than where I used to be. And so make sure that you are really utilizing a calendar and every day, you know, checking it the night before so that you know what's going on first thing in the morning so that you're not late for something or rushing around. Do what you can the night before so that you are more organized in the morning when you know all the kids are awake and it gets a little bit more hectic. And also, I talked about this on a Facebook Live, but a lot of people think that self-care is sitting on the couch in the evening after your kids go to bed and eating chips and watching shows. And I'm not saying that that doesn't have a time and a place but if that's what you're doing every night and then you find yourself unorganized and running around with your head cut off the next morning and um and also feeling tired because you're not um expending energy you know working out or moving your body but just sitting on the couch like it's weird but that actually does make you more tired it makes you have less energy so be mindful and of what you think is self-care and really question if it is um, really contributing to your whole body health or if it's just feeling good in the moment. And sitting on the couch eating chips is going to feel good in the moment and so it's a really easy yes to do, um, thing to say yes to if you are you know, tired after work and all that kind of stuff. But it's totally not going to um, you know 
engage you in learning anything you're not going to be moving your body unless you're working out while you're watching a show but even that is you know distracting your focus you're probably not going to get in as good of workout as you could have if you were just focused on just the one workout right rather than splitting your focus but um yeah i see a lot of people thinking that they're doing things that are for self-care that are really actually not self-care to me self-care is doing the hard things that have a big payoff in the long run delayed gratification i have a podcast episode on it i think it's maybe episode 17 or something like that maybe 16 um i love that topic i love that concept so listen to that episode that's a really good one actually and not a lot of people practice delayed gratification that's why people just instantly go for you know the chocolate and the chips and um don't always eat the healthy foods that they think that they know they should be eating um it's it's why people will sit on the couch all evening and watch a show rather than go for a walk or practice yoga or um make their lunch or anything that else that would be really contributing to their health so um yeah listen to that episode i'm going to link it in the show notes too for you guys so that you can easily access that one so use your time wisely will also help to reduce the amount of overwhelm that um, happens in your life but ultimately it does come down to the way you're thinking about things and letting those thoughts um, create your feelings so if you really want to change you can make this happen sometimes we hear something like this and we think it sounds good but we're just maybe not there yet so if that's you and you're just not there yet not ready to change you're still feeling overwhelmed like this is a practice it does take time so it's not just going to be like you know you hear this concept and then tomorrow you don't feel any more overwhelmed ever for the rest of your life you're going to have to work at this and really monitor your thoughts and your feelings day in and day out because you know we do get addicted to feeling um, negative emotions and it becomes a habit it becomes ingrained in our minds so overwhelm might be like your addiction right now it might just become it might have been um, a habit for you so you will have to really work at breaking that habit and creating a new habit of you know thinking positive thoughts and feeling positive emotions so I know that this seems like it's quite simple like quite a simple concept that maybe it's not going to actually do anything but I really do want you to take me up on this and it's simple but it's not always easy it does take the work it does take time um, but you can get there and so I also I did a Facebook live that I'll link in the show notes as well and it's called thinking things should be different I believe is what it's called but I'll link it in the show notes so that also is a good um, something good to listen to that will kind of show you how your thoughts can contribute to your overwhelm or anxiety because when you are thinking that things should be different you're basically not accepting um, the present moment you're not taking responsibility for what's going on in your life and you're kind of just passing the buck and thinking that things should be different which is such a waste of time because things aren't different so check out that 
Facebook Live because it might help tie this whole idea um, together for you. And then I also want to let you know that my Manage Your Mind group program talks all about this kind of stuff. Like we go deep into emotions and thoughts and all that kind of stuff and how um, they truly are the most important thing. And so many people downplay the importance of feelings or emotions, but truly they are everything because, it, I mean, it's what determines if you are living a happy life or a not so happy life. So it's 100% in your control and learning to manage them is the most important job that you have to creating the most wonderful life that you that you can live. So if you're struggling with this, then make sure you reach out, um, either book a breakthrough call with me or click the link in the show notes and learn more about the Manager Mind group program. It starts on Monday, November 4th and it's an eight-week program. There's weekly live calls that we do coaching on and then tons of exercises and homework to help you grasp the concepts and make sure that you're putting into practice because you know a lot of this stuff that we talk about on podcasts and if you're listening to a lot of podcasts it's all just learning but you have to make sure that you are implementing these things that you're learning about or else it really isn't doing you any good so you know enrolling in courses and um, coaching and all that kind of stuff is so important because otherwise you're just consuming information and that does not lead to change you have to do the work and so it's always the hard stuff that's going to give you the big results just like with delayed gratification um the management group program will literally set you up to have such a fulfilling and positive better feeling 2020 than you could ever imagine when you just learn these things and put them into practice it's life-changing stuff so check out those resources that are in the show notes and Um, thank you all so much for listening. I hope that you learned a lot from this episode and that you will, um, hopefully stop feeling less overwhelmed in your life, whether you are a mom or whether you aren't, um, this, this stuff applies to you. So on Monday, we are going to talk about how to take action. And so that will be a really fun episode. So stay tuned for that one. And I hope you all have a really good weekend and we will chat soon. Bye.